All right, everybody, welcome to episode 345 of the First and Frame Rate Show. And this is going to be, uh, it's going to be an interesting episode, in my opinion. I think, we, you know, talking about the somewhat of the past and actually looking into the future, it's going to be really interesting how some people actually take this episode. Um, I think this episode is actually going to separate the fans from the, you know, old to the new. Are there a lot of people that's going to be willing to accept what's going on here? Do you have a lot of haters that are happy that it's happened? Or do you have a lot of haters that are, you know, they're hating because they have nothing else to talk about because our uh, former franchise quarterback is gone? We're going to talk about that and everything under this umbrella and why uh, D'Angelo Malone is uh, a part of this conversation. If this is your first time here, welcome to the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller. If you've been here before, welcome to the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller. I talk about Georgia Southern Atlanta Falcons football, uh, and we're going to talk more Atlanta Falcons. I mean, Georgia Southern has been really stagnant. Don't get me wrong. They have done a lot of, um, of recruiting throughout the month of May so far. Nothing's really sticking to the wall yet, and I, I keep saying I'm going to make some type of content for them, make another episode for them, because I have been doing episodes for the, my Georgia Southern Eagles, but um, I think I'm going to do somewhat of a revamp of, about, uh, of my Georgia Southern Eagles. I think I'm going to let you guys know, uh, especially for the new people who are just now, you know, watching the show on a daily basis which i really really appreciate i want to give you guys some insight on why i love my georgia southern eagles so be on the lookout for that because uh, like i said the content's not there but i can give you like a, a overview of why i cover that team uh but like i said we're going to talk about the falcons and if you want to listen to this on the audio side of things i am on apple stitcher uh i'm on i'm sorry let me back that up i'm on anchor stitcher spotify google and apple podcast so if you don't want to just watch on youtube or rumble you can listen at your leisure on those platforms um if you guys don't mind give me a five star rating on any of those platforms that give me a high rating and give me some feedback if you don't mind all right we, we've just been talking and rambling a little bit and getting some things out of the way but let's go ahead and get into this matt ryan quarterback matt ryan is now at with the colts he is an afterthought at this point you know, I think he is. For me, he is. I can't speak for everybody who is in um in the Atlanta Falcons fan base. We kind of touched on the fan base a, a, a few episodes ago on why you know uh we feel a certain way about certain people in the fan base and uh, vice versa. Why they may feel the same way about us, but nevertheless, you know, with with the team, it, it always comes with the you know just team first. You know, it's not about a certain player. It's not about you know a type of style we play. It's not about the certain coach we need. It's not about the makeup of the team we need. We just need to play some winning football. And what is going on here in the, with the Falcons is some form of winning football. You know, Derek, I mean, I, we don't know if they're going to win games yet, but you can see the things that are in place that are that could put this team in a position to win many games. I know the last episode I did, some people are actually got some high expectations now. At first it was seven wins. Then we said nine. I saw some people in the comment section saying 11 or 12 wins. That's uh, that's a tall task. I'm not saying it can't be done, but that's a tall task. But when you are invested in a team and you watch the moves they make, you can see those type of things. It just all depends on what the players that are put in position, you know, what are they going to do to step up? Is a possibility that that could happen. I think it is. I don't see there's no reason for them not to. But like I said, we're going to talk 
about this transformation and why Matt Ryan is the afterthought. You know, because the fan base, they're kind of mixed on this for the most part because some people who didn't like Matt Ryan, they don't have nothing to talk about now. People who used to love Matt Ryan, they are kind of in their feelings a little bit, but they kind of see where the you know direction of this team is going. So Matt Ryan was traded for a third-round pick, the 82nd overall pick. And I don't need to go into everything that Matt Ryan has done throughout this uh his career with the falcons i mean he's one of the best to ever do it in the falcons uniform there's no denying that but honestly one of my favorite falcons of all time if not the most favorite falcon of all time i am a really big fan of matt ryan don't get me wrong i made videos saying that we should not trade him but nevertheless he was traded for third round pick 82nd overall and that pick turned into d'angelo malone this is where d'angelo malone comes in when you look at the, the the things that he's done and which we'll get into his stats shortly because we haven't talked much about this guy we were all fixated on you know um uh desmond ritter we was all fixated on uh, troy anderson tyler algier drake london and rightfully so because those guys look like they're guys that's going to be able to do some big things but when you look at a guy like this i mean you're looking at a guy that is what six foot four 240 pounds um, that's where he was listed in college. He's probably gained a little bit of weight now. He's going to get some more weight gain once he do some more uh, strength and conditioning, converting himself over to the NFL. I expect him to get up to maybe that 250, 255, maybe 260 mark if he haven't already. You know, a prototypical, bigger, faster, stronger. You know, that sounds like an episode I just did. Type of player. And if you look at the picture on the screen that I put on here, I mean, he looks like he is ready to go. Now, if you look at some of the things that he's done which we'll get into shortly um you will know that this is when you're looking at a team that's trying to revamp themselves when they're trying to start over well i may say rebuild these are the type of players you want to get not only for a former your former franchise qb but a guy in the third round you know because this look like there's a guy that could be very productive if 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 put in the right situation where dean peace could put him now I'm going to tell you why I feel like Matt Ryan is an afterthought. Um, first and foremost, it, it, I, I the more I think about it, the more I felt like it was time for him to move on. And I get it. I mean, the, the whole Deshaun Watson thing I wasn't really on board with, but I understand, like, when you have an aging quarterback and the quarterback is a little bit older, you know, you know it's time to do something different. I get it. I'm not going to be one of these guys that want to hold on to something, especially when I feel that there's going to be a bigger, uh, you know, a bigger scheme to follow once you, you know, drop a franchise quarterback, you turn around and you want to uh, get things together to rebuild this team. I, I, the more I thought about it, the more uh, it grew on to me that, okay, it was time to move away from Matt Ryan. And what the changes that Arthur Smith and Terry Fano has done, to be honest with you, we can look at any other type of content creator who's been doing anything as far as the Falcons go even you know with people who don't even follow the falcons like that when they look at the falcons they don't even talk about matt ryan no more they're talking about the phenomenal things or the good things that this uh this front office has done we don't even talk about matt ryan like that no more we're we're more excited about one thing i will say there are a lot of people that are in the fan base that are very excited for Mariota, and they're pretty excited for Desmond Ritter because nobody thought they was going to be able to actually get Desmond Ritter. Not in the third round anyway. We more thought like he was going to be the move back into the first round type player to pick him. But the Falcons been a, did a great job of just... 
being patient and end up getting him in the third round, which is, you know, a, a really good, really, really good uh, value pick right there. So, um, the whole Matt Ryan thing, we don't need, we don't even think about it. We really don't. You know, the logo comes first. We want to see the team succeed. We don't care like who's, uh, you know, I'm not saying we don't care who's playing on the field, but we, cause we do, we want the best players out there, but it's bigger than just one player. These guys, the 53 men that are on this team really have to come together collectively to make something great happen. It can't be just like, Oh, I like this one person. So the rest of the team better get on board. I mean, it just doesn't work. It, it rarely works in basketball. Now it used to be like that in basketball, but it doesn't work like that anymore. So we just have to take heed. Like, look, this team is, is, is collectively building into something pretty special where a lot of guys that are uh, on this team is pretty much going to be able to eat in some form or fashion, especially on defense. Because defense, I mean, with Dean Pease and the way that he's doing things, we're really going to be able to, uh, you know, rotate guys out and those guys can be in positions to be successful. So when you look at that, the, the change, you know, when we did, the, when I did a transformation video and we talked about all the other things, the bigger, stronger, faster, we don't even put Matt Ryan out there like that anymore. He's gone to the Colts. He's been traded. So we don't think about it. There's not like, Oh man, I miss my, we, I miss my franchise quarterback. No, we have the potential to have a franchise quarterback. So, I see where it is not necessarily a big deal. Nobody's, you know, really checking for Matt no more. And I love that the fact, uh, I love that about this fan base at the end of the day because there were some people so obsessed on uh, on Matt Ryan, good, bad, or indifferent, but they've shown that they can move on a little bit. Now, the whole thing with N'Kobe Dean, that's a different story another day because some people are still mad about us not picking him, but that's a whole other story. But as far as Matt Ryan go. Most play, the most fan bases that we've decided to like, you know what, we're gonna focus on what we got. And like I said, Matt Ryan was traded to the Colts. We got the eighty second um, overall pick, and we end up getting D'Angelo Malone. Let's talk about what this kid has done. Um, in twenty twenty one, he started all fourteen games, had ninety four total tackles, seventeen tackles for a loss, nine sacks, four forced fumbles, and four pass breakups. You. Th- let me say this again. In 2021, he had 94 total tackles, 17.54 loss, nine sacks, four forced fumbles, four pass breakups. When you have numbers like that, for him to get picked in the third round is absolute still. I don't care if he's playing for the Conference USA or he could be playing for the Mountain West or anybody. Those numbers are nothing to sneeze at because when you're playing defense, you're playing defense based off instinct. And have that type of instinct to have 17 tackles for a loss. I mean, you're reading the offense and finding a way to get back there to take somebody down. That is, that's phenomenal. 94 total tackles, nine sacks, four forced fumbles, and four pass breakups. I don't know how many interceptions he had. It doesn't say on here on a uh, West, uh, Western Kentucky University website. And I'm going to tell you that. 2021 wasn't no fluke. In 2019, well, I'll take that back. In 2020, he was a preseason, he was preseason defensive player of the year. He was voted. He put up 71 total tackles, 42 solo, 29 assisted, 11 for a loss, six sacks, nine quarterback hurries, two forced fumbles, and two block kicks. 
So 2021 is not a fluke. I mean, 2020 is not a fluke. This kid can ball. So we, we got a good player here. And I'm not saying, you know, I'll be crazy to tell you that he's going to be the equivalent of what Matt Ryan was as a quarterback. I mean, come on now. We're not going to play crazy because I feel like Matt Ryan does things that, you know, I'm not going to say it can't be done again, but he's put up some really good numbers that's going to be hard to hard to chase down. If Desmond Ritter wants to stay around until he wins the Super Bowl here, it'd be a, it, you know, it'd be interesting to see if he's willing to take that long haul like Matt Ryan did to even get to get close to a Super Bowl, uh, close to a Super Bowl title. Is he willing to do that to do 13, 14 years? Maybe so. But one thing I will say, I would love to see D'Angelo Malone be around for a long time, as long as all the other players that we picked up. Ebikete, um, you got Troy Anderson, you know, all these guys, even the undrafted free agents, I would love to see. Oh, man, I, I, I would love to see, uh, what's his name, Brad Hawkins to play for the Falcons. That dude like he's ready to go. But you look at all of this is going on here. We are in a position to be something good. And the more that this team gets better and better with better free agencies, maybe they do good in the preseason. You know, they show some promise throughout the season. You know, before you know it, nobody really, really won't be checking for Matt Ryan. You know, so I really believe that now, even now, he's an afterthought. I mean, this team has been transformed so much where the old guard, even the ones that are still here, if we don't even look at them the same way. We don't look at Grady Jarrett the same way anymore. We don't look at, uh, you know, uh, or what's his name, Jake Matthews. We don't look at him the same way. Deion Jones, we don't look at those guys the same anymore. So this is a really good moment to where, I think the fan base has done a good job of moving on. Like I said, I, I feel that he's an afterthought. I feel that the Falcons have done you know, a great job of moving forward with this team. Shout out to the front office. I think they've done a great job of moving forward with this team to change the makeup of this team within a matter of days and within a matter of weeks. And we're going to turn around. We still have $15 million in cash space to sign someone else, or we can use that money to next year. I think it rolls over. To the time we have a lot of cash space because all that dead money drops. Do you guys realize that this is the makeup of a, uh, this could be a makeup of a dynasty? And I'm not saying that loosely. I'm serious. If you could get these type of players that could come in for the next four, five, six, seven years, with that salary cap money with the team that we already drafted now, look, we got people in the comment section already saying that they can win 11 or 12 games. What happens in 2023 when we have all that money to spend on free agents? What happens then? Shout out to Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith. Phenomenal job. And I remember I was doing the live stream and they felt like they wanted to get Matt Ryan uh, onto another team early. They've been wanting to get him off to another team since day one from what I've heard in the press conference. But the way they did it now was at a perfect time. You know, some people may feel like the Falcons got robbed, but I don't think so. For a third round, 82nd pick, you get a guy like D'Angelo Malone. I think we're in good shape at the end of the day, especially with all the other picks that we that we have already. I think we're in really good shape, and we 
I hope hopefully we'll have fans that really moved on from Matt and really be proud of the product that's being put on the field this year. Because I think so far, so good. I think that uh, Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith have done a great job. A-plus, like I already said before in the draft. I think they've done a really good job. And it's good to see, you know, this team possibly, or this franchise possibly turn around for the better. Because you don't win seven games like you did last you know, season by accident. You know, they know what they're doing. So they get, just be mindful, man. I mean, you got to, you know, got a few more weeks until it, uh, you know, until everything start, you know, you know, ramping up for the football season. Got a few more weeks for that. So we're going to be on the ground and we're going to continue to make content about that. So hopefully you guys will uh, continue to check this content out. And I appreciate you guys for listening. If you like this content, hit the like button, share this content, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Man, look, I appreciate y'all. I cannot tell you guys enough. I appreciate you guys a lot. Give this uh, uh, show a five-star rating on the Apple Podcast. Also, that little share button at the bottom of the YouTube video, just hit that share button and just send it to somebody. Let somebody know what we're doing over here. Also, if you haven't subscribed to the channel already, you know, we are growing and uh, it's all thanks to you guys. I can't thank you guys enough. Once again, I'm on YouTube, Rumble, the the visuals on uh, the other platforms. I'm on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google. You can listen over there wherever the you know best platform for you. Also, give me a five star rating over there and give me some feedback if you don't mind. Let me know what I'm doing, good, bad, or indifferent. All right, y'all. Y'all guys enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. I am going to get up out of here. You guys take it easy. You guys be blessed. Peace.